Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. Oh, y'all, I cannot wait to dive into this topic. As someone who spends a lot of time trying to motivate others, I know the secret is not in my motivation, but in their own. They have the secret sauce, not me. At the end of the day, if someone doesn't want to do something, I cannot make them. They have to decide. They have to decide to show up for themselves, to show up strong for the person that they were in beauty school with all the dreams, and the ability to self-motivate is the key. Being self-motivated shows up in a lot of ways, and one of them is being willing to keep up with the trends. You have to make it your job to keep your eye on the forecast, the fashion forecast. What's going on in our industry? I mean, working on a high-end clientele comes with more expectation. You better know those clients are keeping up with the Kardashians and you need to as well, at least on a hairstylist level. I mean, you can take it all in however you like fashion magazines, social media, TV and movies. However, it doesn't matter. But you have to keep your eye on what's going on in Hollywood because they are the ones who dictate it all. So furthering your education, this takes time and it takes money and you could be behind the chair. It's not something that anyone's really forcing you to do. But continuing your education is non-negotiable. And honestly, it's such an energy boost. Why wouldn't you want to? I mean, staying inspired and excited and a little uncomfortable is the most effective way to motivate yourself. That's going to come from learning. From a new certification to a cool new tool that makes your life easier. It's fun and it keeps working behind the chair fun. I mean, not to mention the amazing energy, the buzz of being around a bunch of hairstylists. I just love it. In fact, I'm headed to Minneapolis next week for Aveda Congress and I am so excited. There's going to be hard days in any job, but hard days behind the chair can be specifically challenging because really it all comes down to you and staying motivated and understanding what drives you through those hard times. That's the only way you're going to make the hard days worth it. You're going to make mistakes, not surprising information. I know, but seriously, you're going to grab the wrong tube of color. You're going to run late and you're going to forget really important information about your client's life. But if you stay open to that lesson that's tucked inside that mistake, then nothing's wasted and you're better for it. And you're far less likely to make that same mistake again. So how does motivation work for people who have different employment statuses? What if you're self-employed? Does that change? I mean, if you're self-employed, are you holding yourself to the same accountability that like an employer would hold you to? Are you spending the same amount of time behind the chair? I mean, what motivates a stylist may differ depending on their goals. A stylist working at a commission salon is probably still building their clientele and working a set amount of hours every week, where an independent stylist may have more flexibility and may work more days but less hours. As a salon owner, I've recently started placing my clients with other stylists in my salon so that I can focus on growing my team and focus on Aspire. And I'm working less behind the chair now than I ever thought I would. But I had to accept a hard truth. I can't do it all. Well, I can't do it all well anyway, and I'm not going to let myself show up average. 
So I had to make some hard decisions, and my time behind the chair was the obvious choice. An independent stylist will average far fewer new bookings than a stylist in a commission salon. I mean, commission salons typically have more stylists and more availability, so they get a lot more phone calls. They also market more, so they have a greater chance of attracting new bookings. It is really hard to be self-motivated as a stylist when it comes to product sales. It's not easy, even when you have a boss or mentor reminding you all the time how important it is. So being an independent stylist, they may really struggle here. I try to make retail fun. At my salon, we have contests and the winner or winners or in a group challenge. You know, they win great prizes and education dollars to spend on classes or tools necessary to perform their services. But at the end of the day, we are the professionals. And if we're not making professional recommendations about products to our clients, then we're doing them a disservice and they're left to order something online or pick up something at TJ Maxx that may not be the best choice for their hair. I want to talk about appearance and I want to talk about stylist presentation. I will be honest with you. I feel like it is taking me a long time to get where I am today with my salon's dress code. We switched from all black a few years ago and I find myself making more and more accommodations than ever with work attire. But here's why. It matters more to this generation of stylists. They want to express themselves with fashion. And to be real, I'm kind of enjoying it myself. I mean, no more funeral blacks, right? And we still have rules around what we wear. But for the most part, I let them get creative and I let them have fun with their looks. I know when it comes to my attitude and how I present myself, I show up stronger for my clients when I know people are watching. I'm sorry, but it's true. When I'm setting an example to my team, I'm more accountable. And sometimes we all need that. So I like being part of a team. I like being around people that make me want to be better. So let's talk about some of the typical obstacles that stylists and beauty professionals face. I mean, it can deplete your motivation. How are we going to work through these barriers? And how are we going to make sure that it doesn't impact our performance? And how are we going to make sure our clients stay happy? Burnout. Oof. Burnout gets us all eventually. I'm sorry. You can't lend yourself in service to others all day, every day, like stylists do, and not get hit with it eventually. And trying to motivate yourself during a season of burnout feels impossible. But it will not last if you don't let it. But it's up to you to change the narrative. Everyone is inspired by something. For me, it's learning. Something new or a different way of doing something old, it doesn't matter. I just have to keep learning. And whenever burnout tries to show up, I book a class. For you, it might be something totally different. I don't know. But what I do know is it's your ticket out of the pit. So you better find it. Then there's financial stress, right? We're trying to build a clientele, but we're still not able to pay our bills. Trying to stay in love with an industry that doesn't immediately pay my bills is hard. But please hang on. It really is worth it. You know, I get asked a lot, what's the best career choice right out of school? And to this day, I'm still going to say for a new stylist, it's a bigger commission salon. And here's why. Commission salons are more likely to have an apprenticeship program or a mentor program. These programs are going to make you a stronger and more confident stylist. So they are worth the investment of your time. I know we're eager to get to work after graduation and we want our own chair and we want to start doing our own clients, but there is a lot more to learn. So please be patient. Big salons market to the public on a regular basis. So the influx of new clients is far greater, but you are not off the hook. 
you still have to do your part. And that looks like having a referral program, a strong media presence, and a pretty smiling face and a stack of business cards in your purse everywhere you go. Clients, yeah, your motivation is gonna take hits from clients because clients can be exhausting. I can get up in the morning and I can take a look at my book and I can tell you right then and there what kind of day I'm gonna have. If I'm gonna need that extra little bit of motivation from myself, from my mindset, from my team, from the people I'm accountable to, like I know by who's on my book what kind of day I'm gonna have because I've been serving these clients for a long time and your services with these people over and over again, they get a bit predictable. Clients can make your job really, really great and really pleasant and really rewarding, or they can make it really hard and really difficult and really challenging. So honestly, I mean, you just have to learn to temper your expectations on what you expect from people. If you have a client that shows up on your book time after time and they're continuously difficult, then you need to make a hard decision. You need to maybe look at them and say, hey, I don't know if I'm the right stylist for you. I can't seem to get this right. I'm so sorry. I just want you to be happy. I wonder if maybe you need to try someone else or you just learn to push through, honey. You just get through it and you just realize that, okay, she's going to take a little bit more than the next person. And you show up with the extra bit for that client that day. What about the team you work with? I'm just here to tell you, in my team, we're such a close knit group of people that when somebody's in the break room and they're in a shitty mood and they're being a little bit negative, like that gets all over us, whether we like it or not, it just does. So I love my team, but sometimes I stay out of the break room for that very reason. I'll go sit outside, get a breath of fresh air. I'll stay out there talking to my client. I'll check in with the front desk, hold some towels. It doesn't matter. Like for me, if I know one of my stylists is on one, I'm just going to avoid the break room at all costs because my working environment does affect my motivation and I'm pretty sure it affects yours too. So what does proactive goal setting look like for a stylist that is highly motivated? That looks like knowing how much money you need to make and looking at your schedule and seeing what the difference is and figuring out a way to make it up. (laughs) If you need to make $500 a day and you've only got $300 of services on the book, a highly motivated stylist is going to figure out a way to serve their client to a higher capacity. Now, before you get on to me, I'm not upselling. I don't even like that word. I'm talking about adding value to someone's appointment by recognizing the holes in their service plan and filling those holes and filling your pocketbook at the same time. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here, right? And if you're walking around every single day and you're showing up and you don't know how much money you need to make, you need to sit down and you need to put pen to paper because you can't hit a target that you can't even see. You know, a very motivated stylist is going to show up differently every day to work because they've got their eye on the prize and they've got action steps in place and they know exactly what they need to do because they wake up every day with intention and they set a goal for the day and they know what they need to do to get there. So what about those days when you just can't, (laughs) when you just can't, you can't find the motivation, you can't get in the swing of the things. What are you going to do? I mean, I think you have to give yourself some grace. I'm sorry, but you're not going to show up a rock star every single day. Now, I mean, I do feel like your clients deserve a level of professionalism no matter how rock bottom you are that day. So you need to pull it together and you need to show up for your clients and you need to turn out some good hair. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having those days where you just give yourself a little bit of grace and you just show up how you are and you can even ask for grace. You think in my 20 something years behind the chair, I haven't had to show up to a hair appointment and say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm just having an off day. 
please forgive me. And my clients are like, yeah, girl, I got you. I come in here all the time with off days. I'm gonna let you have one now. So, you know, don't beat yourself up about it. Do what you can turn out good work regardless, but maybe just have a little bit of transparency with your client and just say, hey, I'm just having a hard time today. What about finding inspiration? Inspiration is tricky because it's like we're looking for this thing that you can't see. You know, it's just this invisible magic fairy dust that all of us wish that we had a crap ton of, you know, and we just don't. I mean, I don't think that you can wait to be inspired by something. I think you have to find the inspiration in yourself and that's going to look different. It's going to look like, hey, I got to make up some lost traction. I didn't have a great day yesterday, so I got to be a baller behind the chair today. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like sometimes the only inspiration you can find is out of necessity. So stop looking for the magic and create the magic in yourself. What about finding a support network? What about finding that within your own tribe of stylists? I think working with a team of really motivated people is, you know, it's going to get all over you. And so I think it's important to encourage each other and to be there for each other and maybe hold each other accountable. When I need accountability, I ask for it. I say, hey, if you haven't heard from me by 5 p.m. today, please reach back out. I can't trust myself to return this message. You know, I always tell people like, hey, if you haven't heard from me, it's never intentional. Reach back out. I'm going to get back to you. And so for me, it's that accountability of saying, hey, you're not hurting my feelings. You're holding me accountable. I said I'd give you an answer by 5 today and you deserve that answer by 5 today. I just forgot. (laughs) I think leaning into each other and saying, hey, I just need a little bit of extra support today. I'm having a hard time finding my inspiration, my motivation, whatever it is, and ask them to loan you some of theirs until you can find yours. I mean, that's what being a part of a team is. That's what having a salon family looks like. So let's talk about the muscle of motivation. It's a powerful one. And I think on the days where you're feeling really burnt out and on the days that you just can't seem to get it together... If you will force yourself to just put one foot in front of the other and make some small move in the right direction, then you're going to strengthen that muscle a little bit. Now, it's not like, you know, doing 20 sets of bicep curls, okay, but you're going to strengthen it a little bit. And then the next time you do it, the next time you crawl out of bed when you want to call in sick and you take your ass to work and you work really hard, you strengthen that muscle a little bit more. And every time you do this, every time you choose excellence, instead of settling for less, you strengthen that muscle. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger until it is just who you are. It's just who you show up as every single day. This super buff motivational goddess every single day. I'm a big audiobook person. I absolutely love a good motivational audiobook. I'm listening to these books while I'm driving to work. I'm listening to them while I'm walking or working out or cleaning, whatever it is. Like I'm trying to constantly put good in so that I can flush anything negative out because that's what light does, right? Light flushes out the darkness. So when I need that extra boost, that extra sprinkle of the good stuff, then I turn on some Tony Robbins or some Zig Ziglar or something like that. And I get that little rush of motivation that I need, you know, in with the good, it helps flush out the bad or the negative. So I just want to encourage you to identify your own personal barriers to motivation and figure out what steps you can take to overcome them. We've talked a lot about things that can get in the way, ways that your motivation can take a hit. But friends, we can't always wait to feel motivated to do something. We just have to do it because it's our job and because we're grown and because our clients and our future selves are depending on us. It will always be up to you to do the internal work that motivation requires. 
I mean, you just have to remind yourself of your why. What is your why behind the work that you do? Because in order to grow in this industry, you have to do the work. So what is the work that you can start today? Let me leave you with an action step that I know will help you if you're willing to believe it will. I want you to write down 10 things that you absolutely love about the work you do. I want these to be things that really light you up and put a smile on your face. And I want you to tape it to the bathroom mirror for 10 days. And I want you to read each one of them out loud in front of that mirror. I want you to feel into the gratitude that you have for each of these things. Meditate on it and let it be what fuels you. Keep this list handy for the days that nothing else seems to work. With a motivated mindset, nothing is impossible. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 